0: Another bonus episode. This one is going to be another guided imagery of a famous painting. I've selected another famous painting and I'm going to explain a little history about it and help you to details in the painting, and the potential meaning. In past episodes like this, I did the Mona Lisa and the Birth of Venus, and tonight I'm going to do the Gleaners. It is if you begin by staring at the image of the painting which I posted on Patreon or just search online for The Cleaners. So it's like Cleaners but with a G for George. The Cleaners. And then just look at it briefly you listen to the rest of this episode. You may recognize the painting once you see it, even if the the title doesn't mean anything to you. Then, after you have looked at the painting, lay back, close your eyes visualize the basic aspects of the painting and listen as I recreate the painting in your mind and sprinkle in lots of details and perspectives. The comments about the painting that I'll share with you will be things that I've read about this painting with my own uneducated observations and thoughts. I don't have any real training or even experience in art interpretation, which is probably why I do enjoy these episodes so much. They help me to understand appreciate these famous paintings much better. Alright. Here we go. Tonight's painting is The Cleaners by Jean-Francois Millet. I'll begin with just a little information about the painter because that may help me and you to understand some aspects of the painting. The painter lived between eighteen fourteen and eighteen seventy five So knowing these this timeline will help to understand some of the customs and related to this painting. The painter is a French artist, and so knowing that, coupled with the timeline, we'll find out that this painting was influenced by the French Revolution. The painter was the son of a French peasant, did work out in the fields himself, meaning he was the son of a farmer, and this painting is related to farm fields, so the painter did understand the hardships, poverty, and wretchedness to some degree associated with field work. trying to paint the truth as he saw it. Later in his career, he kind of switched from painting about peasants in fields to just doing landscapes without people in them. And I'll explain why this happened as we go through the the meaning of this painting. I'll first share my general overview of this painting, meaning when I looked at it, when I look at it, and when I initially looked at it, and whenever I've seen it in the past, what were my basic thoughts? Well, it just shows three women in some field bent over Stuff up, and that's all I got out of it. The the first time that, and every time that I've seen this famous painting, I thought that this painting was just showing three women harvesting wheat in a field, and I, I didn't really see much message in that significance. After reading about this painting, I now realize that my initial understanding was quite incorrect. These are not women working in in a field or harvesting wheat. What they're doing is simply picking up pieces of leftover wheat. So, harvesting would be if they were actually cutting the wheat for the first time and the evidence is actually kind of clear that they're they're not harvesting because they don't have any tools to harvest the wheat. During this time period, anyone truly harvesting wheat would be using a side and you've probably seen this tool, at least represented in pictures. It's that harvesting tool that's usually held by the Grim Reaper. And Grim, because you know why it's Grim, but Reaper is, because that's reaping the the wheat, or whatever you're cutting down with the scythe. And these women do not have a tool in their hands picking up scattered pieces of leftover wheat after harvesting. The other big clue that these women are not harvesting wheat is the name of the painting, which I never understood and have always just ignored. But cleaning means to up something or picking up something. And so these are cleaners, people who are allowed to come onto the field and pick up the scattered leftover pieces of wheat after the harvesting has been done or the reaping has been done. All right, now let's get in. which further supports this clear intention of these women are picking up leftover wheat. If you look in the background of the painting, you see the actual harvesting happening. There are several figures who are next to these. Mounds of wheat and grain that have been harvested off the field. And it, these are huge piles of wheat and grain. And there's even a, a huge pile on a wagon. They are also being supervised by a man on a horse. And all this is in the very distant background. So there is this clear contrast of, in the background, you see abundance and harvesting. But in the foreground, you see these poor individuals who are just picking up the scraps of wheat and grain that are left after the real bounty has been taken. tension is believed to be a statement about this socioeconomic difference that exists in most cultures and times, but specific to these farm fields and these people who live in the community. this centuries-old, right, of poor women and children, and they're allowed to remove bits of grain left in the fields following the harvest. And it is likely this is something that the painter witnessed on his own feet. was believed to be important to the painter of this socioeconomic difference in status. The act of cleaning, or what's sometimes considered the, the rights of cleaning, even is mentioned in some ancient Hebrew texts say, When ye reap the harvest of your land, thou shalt not make clean riddance of the corners of thy field when thou reapest, neither shalt thou gather any cleaning of thy harvest, thou shalt leave them unto the poor and to the stranger. There's another law related to this that says the cleanings are for the fatherless and for the widow. So this wasn't just a practice in a local community. But this was almost seen as moral law. That you don't collect your own cleanings. is still observed in France. It's considered the owner of a grain field would get bad luck if they refuse to let cleaners in after the reapers. There are restrictions, though. that dishonest people may try to take the big bundles of grain and wheat, which are called sheaves. So if you've ever heard the expression, bringing in the sheaves, that means collecting all those big tied up bundles of grain and wheat. Looking at the women more closely, further confirmation that these are poor women. They have the style of clothing that is typical of a poor peasant class. They have these almost coarse working clothes. And all three of them are wearing handkerchiefs tied over their heads. It's also drawn down very close to their eyes, so they're probably trying to protect their eyes from the sun. I think a, a good question to ask when you look at this painting is, why three women? Why not just paint one woman? more of a, a accidental feeling to it, meaning was this a woman that was just walking by the field and saw something shiny on the field and walked over and bent over to pick it up? I don't know that's what I would think. but when you see three women, you see structure, organization, get the sense of repetition and real purpose, that they're all bent over and they're doing something in a very systematic way, it is believed that the three women also represent the three ages of womanhood based upon mostly how they're standing woman on the far right, is more so hunched over than bent over, and you can see she's bracing her weight on her left knee with her hand. She appears to be the one struggling the most and probably represents the eldest of the three. somewhat bracing also on her left knee, so she might have a little more mobility and is not as easily fatigued as the woman on the right, so she may represent more middle age. The woman on the far left is probably the youngest. Her right hand is also extended downward to the ground, but her left hand is tucked behind her back and it speaks or it demonstrates this poise and agility and youthfulness that the poses of the two others don't convey. So that's also, I thought, was interesting. As I read about that interpretation how oh, they all represent different ages of womanhood. What now what's similar is they all appear to be right-handed because they're all reaching towards the ground with their right hand and they each have in their left hand a small for a while, and then just slowly moving across the field, picking up these very tiny bits that over time are adding up. Slightly behind, or to the side of the, the woman on the right, on the ground, it looks like there might be a small pile there of wheat or grain. So that might be further suggesting how long they've been at this. And this kind of coincides with the slightly or slight darkness of the sky. It's it's not bright. So it may be close to sunset like right? it's a late afternoon because we do know or I read about the laws that they would have to finish before the sun goes down. So this further explains their their focus they they do not look like they're chatting with each other. each one is staring straight ahead with as far as I can tell very just... Blank, but focused expressions. The two women on the right are wearing aprons and they've kind of folded their aprons upwards and tied them behind their backs again so they form a a large pocket. And you can see that what they're doing is they're putting the wheat and grain as they're collecting it also into their apron. It doesn't look like the youngest woman is wearing an apron. And that may be another suggestion of her youthfulness. Maybe she collects a handful and just walks over that pile and drops it. Whereas the older women are being more efficient with their movement save their energy, what was believed to be the, the motivation for the painter to focus on this topic, and it probably has to do with the timeline, and that this was a time when the French Revolution had kind of finished up, and everyone was struggling, but especially the lower class. And this may have been his his way of reminding people of don't forget about people that are really struggling, this lower class of people who have to rely on cleaning to get enough food to eat. Now, unfortunately, most people in France at this time didn't want to focus on that. They didn't want to be reminded of the economic challenges after the French Revolution. Therefore, his paintings that focused on peasants in this kind of situation, his paintings didn't sell well. And he wasn't one of those painters that saw great success early on. advised to paint more uplifting paintings or to paint young, beautiful women something to bring inspiration back to France. Here's a quote from him about that advice. Quote, Beauty does not dwell on the face forth from the whole figure and appears in the suitableness of the action to the subject. Your pretty peasants would be ill-suited for picking up wood, for cleaning in the fields of August, for drawing water from a well. Beauty is expression. End quote. So what I that he's saying is his paintings and his peasants in his paintings are beautiful. They're reality. And that is its own beauty. So, early, or probably most of his career, his paintings didn't sell well because he liked to paint peasants in tough times. His feedback and advice to paint something else. So he did, and he eventually just moved on to landscapes because he still had to try to scrape together a living. But we'll end this on a good note. During the last few years of his life, his original paintings, or his majority of peasant focused paintings, were finally appreciated, and he did not die excessively poor, because they did start to sell. But maybe more important to him, his paintings were honored for the beauty that they truly represented. This is the end of tonight's bonus episode.